Hello and welcome to Sages Retreat. We have got something special today. Normally we cover a bit of everything, everything. You know our normal routine, what we do, but today, welcome to our Back in Time special. Uh, we are going to look at a year and more specifically, a month. Now this one brought us the Spice Girls to our ears. Of course, we all love that. Dolly the Sheep to Earth and luckily shell suits were long gone and I was out of school. Me personally, I was out of school. I know some guys weren't out of school. Um, we had the year that had the most expensive football transfer ever, and if you're wondering, that was Alan Shearer, and several half-decent films were released, even one that was slightly shocking. If you were born in this year, you're probably about 24 years old. The year today, can anyone do a drum roll? I'll do it. Uh, 1996, but if you've seen the thumbnail, you will already know that. We've knocked together a short list of the more interesting things that have popped up during the month of July. Some might have been just before, some just after, but they're all relevant. Uh, Nathan is here as always, and today we have Ben as well. They are both going to tell me right now about what 1996 meant to you. And Ben, go first. Oh, what did it mean to me? Um, Well, I were about eight year old, I think. I think I worked it out, eight-year-old. I forget how old I am now. So. Wait, when were you born? It's a bit of math. 87. Okay. So, yeah, you would. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, to be honest, coming back to that sort of age, it's like they all sort of blur together. So, But one thing I definitely remember is the Euros being on. So, obviously, 1996. But back end of June were when we got knocked out. So, we'll, we'll stay at the beginning of July, seeing as it parallels with today's uh, Euros with Germany at Wembley and all that. South of Gate, course, so. yeah. When's that on? That's Tuesday, isn't it? Tuesday, uh, five o'clock. Obviously I'm, at work. We're... I'm at work. Oh, no. <laughs> it's okay. The guy that I'm at work with loves football, so I suspect we'll be watching it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll get it on. Yeah, definitely. So Euro 96 was a big memory for yourself. Me too. I mean, I was... Um, we'll carry on with I was like 16 at the time, so it was... Um, all the buzz, every, all the lads were yeah. talking. I'm not a big football fan, but everyone was going on about it. Yeah, def- definitely a big, big year for us. Yeah, I just remember being devastated. Like, you know what? I, re- I can clearly remember the day. We're like playing football on road and stuff, getting his face painted, running around all England mad. And then obviously it all ended in R8, end at night. So that's sort yeah. of a day I definitely do remember from night eight. But not a good yeah. day. <laughs> nah, not a good day for us, not for footy, but... Running off a fact I shot out earlier, Alan Shearer was the top scorer of that tournament with five Ooh. goals in total. Yeah, yeah. If you were to I say mean, to me um, what team was playing, who was in the team, 96, I don't think I'd have a clue, actually. Uh, were you a football fan, Ben? Can you remember anyone from that from that team? Yeah, I'm a footy fan. Like, um, I'm not, not so much as much nowadays. I, I follow football because I like fantasy football that I play. But um, yeah, obviously Southgate were in there because he missed the penalty. It was oh, was that the was that the infamous? Uh... Yeah, <laughs> oh, God. He, he missed the penalty against Germany that put us out at Wembley. So right. obviously now we're playing Germany at Wembley and Southgate's the manager. So if if it's gonna go the way that like destiny should for like should make it go, it yeah. would be in, England win on penalties. That's would that would be uh, Redemption. pretty amazing. <laughs> I've got the squad in front of me. England, are you ready for the squad? David Seaman yeah, was our goalkeeper, of course, recognised yeah. as one of our best goalkeepers. I often hear people mention him. Gary Neville, Stuart Pearce, Paul Ince, 
Yeah. Tony Adams, whose name I don't remember. Gareth Southgate. Uh, David Platt, name I do remember that one. Oh, we've got... Um, uh, Paul yeah. Paul Gascoigne, yeah. yeah. Alan Shearer, Teddy Sheringham. Any other names I remember on there? Jamie Redknapp. Soul Campbell. Yeah. Wasn't he that mass- massive mm. black dude? Wasn't he Soul Campbell? Mm. Yeah. He like, was he like a really like scary defender or something? I'm Commanding sure I remember. Cent- Commanding centre-back. Him and Tony right. Adams both I remember him coming up a lot. People talking about him. Les Ferdinand. Phil... Mm, yeah. Phil Neville, another Robbie Fowler, another names I don't know, but yeah, he, uh, David Seaman was thirty-two at the time. Oh, look at that picture! That's amazing. I remember just looking at that. I oh. it, I kind of like brings back a memory from from years ago with of like old school nineties football. Crikey, oh, Stuart Pearce, God, he looks like twelve. Good lord! Shit. Anything else from that? That um... well, I do kind of recall the summer holidays. Because I remember my friend who was, he was like a child of divorce. So he had both parents like vying for his attention, buying him Love everything it. he wanted. Either so, they get neglected or they get spoiled, don't they? Yeah, that's the thing. He, he was spoiled to death. So he had he had a PC, which like nobody had at the time. Mm. Had all games on it, a PlayStation, all imported games and that. So I remember playing a lot of Duke Nukem on his PC. Which that came out earlier that year, I believe. Ooh. And an, another game which obviously everybody will know from that year is Resident <laughs> Evil, which were obviously a little bit earlier in uh, America. Like I said, he had the imported version. So oh, did he have an imported um, like console or was no? It... He just he had it chipped. You know, he had all <gasps> games and he had it chipped and that. So. Yeah, everyone knew yeah. someone that had every game, didn't yeah. they? And they was like, yeah, yeah. Like so they had lot... like like one of them little binders that they used to flick through. Oh, what's your game should be? Yeah, and he used to go through it. But I had like you know four <laughs> something. Yeah, he had everything. So that that's probably a vivid memory from summertime. It's just playing on his PlayStation and his PC. That's good. Uh, jumping on to you, Nathan. Nineteen ninety six. What did it What did it mean to you specifically? July, but we can obviously cast that over the summertime. Yeah, well, I, I do remember the July because I was uh, 10 at the time. And oh! I was going up from year 5 to year 6, so not quite le- left school that year. Not quite, not yet. Not yeah. quite gone no, to secondary not school, left either, school. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'd, I would, I would around, well, I would... I need to interrupt, I'm sorry. Now, if anyone was watching the video, you're going to see this, but if, if you're not, then you, you, obviously you won't, but I'm going to... Nathan's oh, already seen, seen this, but... I'm gonna to have to bring in my new little little friend to say hello. This is a, what you were unnamed, weren't you? But now I think we're looking at Pippin for this little little cat. What do you think, Ben? Are you a cat fan? I don't mind a good cat, but a good yeah. cat, bad cats. <laughs> but there, pure white. This is a slightly fluffy pure white male, heterochromia. So we've got the green and blue eyes, which you won't be able to pick up on here. And also, um, a side effect, which a lot of white cats get um, with blue eyes, is that they are deaf. And this little cat is deaf. No. Aren't you? Kind of wasted my time asking you that, <laughs> didn't I? Mm. But yeah, absolutely lovely little little cat. Get a close up there. There we go. Yep, yep, that'll do. Right, Where, where's na- Where's name come from then? Uh, Pippin's obviously uh, Lord of the Rings, isn't it? Oh, no. Ah! Yeah. Oh, <laughs> cat was like, "No, I'm not going." There's a few names that were thrown about. Um, I'm, I'm one of few people that wouldn't have known that. Have you not <laughs> actually seen Lord of the Rings? No. Oh, 
I would say it's worth watching, to be honest. Wouldn't you, Nathan? It's one of your favourite sort of... Yeah. Yeah. I've tried I to... I always try to talk about it. Yeah, it it's very good. It. It's very good. And it's quite true to the books as well, I believe. it's. Uh, although I haven't read uh, the books myself. I've read bits of the books. and No one ever complains. It's one of those um, franchises that no one really complains about. Obviously, pe- mm. people always have something to moan about when it comes to going from a book... Like Game of Thrones is one that people moan about a lot, but uh, yeah, Lord of the Rings. Watch it. I'm not. I, I prefer the original Lord of the Rings as to the Hobbit. I do like the Hobbit, but I think the Lord of the Rings, the the original three that came out, I do out, outshine uh, the Hobbit a little a little bit. But yeah, watch it. It's great. It's honestly, it is great, and it's embedded in like culture so much. You just see references to it all the time. I think you're missing out, Ben. Mm. It's old uh, now. It's like it's like old now. It came out yeah, years ago. No. Not my cup of tea, all that like fantasy stuff and whatnot. He was going to say crap, then, wasn't he? All that fantasy <laughs> crap. But yeah. I mean, why, <laughs> why do you want to watch Lord of the Rings where you can watch Deadly Prey? Mm. I'm just going to embrace that silence <laughs> as my answer. And uh, Nathan, was there anything else you remember? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I remember Euros uh, has been a big thing. I. As, Everybody knows I hate football. I think it's yeah. the boring thing. You do. I've um, often said. I've often said, "Are you watching the football?" And it's it's the case of either he doesn't reply, or he's just like, "No, no, no." I've got I've got walls to paint and to stare at instead of watching. Mm. So. But weirdly, Euro '96 is the only year I took an interest in football. So I, I collected all the uh, stickers. You know, the sticker uh, okay. album, like is it Panini or whatever? Yes. Called? Uh, I collected all them. I, 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 I've, I've mentioned it before. Uh, I collect coins. Uh, well, I did when I was child, like a few years. Yeah. I collected all the. Uh, I, I should have brought them down, to be honest. Oh, uh, they're like Alan Shearer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What? Are they from that year? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I the fact. Alan wait, Shearer and you and haven't that. brought them down to show us? I, do you know? I, it completely escaped my mind until okay. you said, like, Alan Shearer. Yeah, I totally like, forgot about him. Yeah, when yeah. I, uh, I've, I've still got them. When I post it up on uh, Facebook, you'll have to um, add a comment with a photo if you remember, just to say these. If anyone, I don't think we've got many yeah. football fans, but I'd, I would love to. I would love to just see yeah. them, just for the '96 uh, nostalgia there. Yeah. I've, al- I've also got, uh, if we do a '93 one, the Jurassic Park coins that you used to get in tea bags as well. I've collected a little all them in so tea bags. Like little... Yeah, in te- the tea bags, you got like a little cardboard like sleeve with a instead of the tea. You'd be like, you, yeah. you throw it in your drink and you'd be like, that's not tea. It's a fucking... Yeah, it's got a velociraptor on it. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> mm. oh, that's you, don't, good. I, I... you don't get collectibles, oh. do you, anymore in stuff? No, not like that. Not to that quality. I reckon kids are missing out big time. Like... used to get Rice Krispies yeah. or your Kellogg's or your whatever and they used to be little plastic and uh, I know they ban them big time in America because, you know, they choke mm. on them, don't they? They, they don't understand it's not All food and they just eat them. Kinder eggs are still banned in America, aren't they? I believe as well. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Because we're, we're a, yeah, we're a big year for collectibles. Because my main thing were pogs. If you remember. Oh yeah. I never collected yeah. pogs. I had friends that did, <sighs> um, but I never. I never Classic. did. That little caveman. Yeah. Guy. Yeah, they were right good, weren't you? Like a yeah. Like what, a what, task, is that? Like is a, that ninety six? Were, were pogs around then? Were they around then? Oh, what you say? I, I can't remember having them. Yeah, do you have little nice like? Thing. No, I'm just saying. You were saying you had you had a lot of pogs and stuff. I didn't know if you were referring to '93 or '96. Oh no, no, '96. No, you're not about Tazos, are you? Not Tazos. 
Yeah, they come along sort of similar time, didn't they? Were they probably a bit late in 98 yeah. or something? A bit sure. later. They I were like them Star them. Wars, Tazos, weren't they, and stuff? Like a bit later. Mm. Remember Which I that? also collected. Yeah. But with, mm. with Pogs and that, I used to have them little, like, uh, little plastic, like little plastic carriers, weren't they, where you could fill them up with Pogs and that? Yeah. I used to have, like, yeah. a Pog mecking machine as well, where you'd, like, make your own Pogs. So you'd be what? like, Yeah. What? Cutting stuff out yep. of August catalogue and making it into a pog. And stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, spe- speaking, of, speaking of August catalogues, obviously I were sending you a lot of images from them when I was flicking through for this episode. You were, Flicking yeah. through 96 and there's some rate bargains on offer. I do actually, I have some I've on, on, on the list I will mention that I came, I came across. Um... 96 for me, it was, uh, so I've, I've realised that I actually left school in 96, so it would have been the September, but it, obviously July at the time, it would have been would have been done and sort of done with school, and it was 96 I started in, uh, it was my first year at college, but for me, I look, I look back at 96 in a, it's, it's weird because it was the last year where I spent time with all of my friends. If that from school, if you know what I mean, that like you know that last year you're at school, yeah. And after that, when you go to college, or I don't know whether you guys did A levels, or um, I did the A levels. I went to a, a local college, and I only maybe saw two or three people to that college, and the rest went to A levels or did other other colleges, and so it's kind of a, a nostalgic. I don't know, it's a bit miserable in a way, thinking about 96. Um, after that, um, leads me on to sort of like 97, 98. I would have seen, uh, there was a group of us which I would see regularly. Um, but yeah, 96, I would have saw a lot of my friend Chris, who he died in like 97. So it's kind of a, not a rough year, but it's that year. I'm like, I think in 96, I go, oh, that Chris would have been alive. And do you know, it's that kind of miserable yeah, it'll be know. a lot more vivid. It'll be a lot more vivid for you being a little bit older. Like yeah, said, I was eight. Nathan with ten, so yeah, and I, I was yeah, I was I was like say um, sixteen, and it was uh, I remember it very well. They were my they were those years. You know those years at school that everyone goes on about. Oh, I hate school, and I'm like, well, there's some of the best some of the best years of your lives in terms of socialising with. If you've got a good friend group, anyway, that that year can be uh, something that you remember uh, remember very well. It's uh, yeah, slightly morbid on my on my memories of '96. Uh, memories of July '96 aren't really strong. I'll be honest. I think I was still playing Mega Drive. Um, that would have been the prime focus for me. Film wise, I never really went to the cinema before. I was kind of that kind of eighteen, nineteen. Um, we didn't have a lot of money, so the first first thing I saw at the cinema was um, Little Mermaid. And then after that, I don't remember going again, and I don't remember what film I saw next. Um, some people used to go to cinema all the time. I, I get that. The period. I mean, we took we took our kids quite a few times to the cinema, but for me, thinking of the cinema, I'm like, yeah, I don't really remember. I spoke to you about this before, Ron to Nathan about just not having that. There's a lot of films which I missed. I missed out on. They'd be like, "Oh yeah, you must have. That was great at cinema." I'm like, "Nope, I saw it in like 2004." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I saw it on the TV, or or I'd have to wait until it was on the TV. Yeah, still at home. Uh, yeah, still. Uh, it was a. 
a, a bit of a non a bit of a non year for me. I went like I say, went to college, had my first holiday away from my parents. We, well, my my mum. We went to uh, we went to Butlins Skegness with college. Um, that was great. That was genuinely a great a great time. And I remember, I remember the Spice Girls song coming out when that came out. Uh, which which we'll roll on. Seeing as I've mentioned music, I'm going to roll on. I'm going to jump ahead slightly to the song charts, if you two don't mind. Okay. We had. The main song from that, now this is more specifically uh, towards July, but song charts. A few songs that I've selected that for me stand out. Um, there's a lot of songs that came out, and there was a lot of trash. Um, and I'm going to mention some of these songs, and you might also say they are trash, but they were popular, so popular trash isn't necessarily trash. Spy Skills and Wannabe came out uh, this month and was ridiculously popular. Um... I still sing away with it now with the kids if it comes on the radio or Spotify or whatever. It's a great, it's a fun song. Um, I like, and let's be honest, the Spice Girls now are just iconic, aren't they? The the characters that they had, and um, they were just fun. It was just fun throwaway pop music, and and they weren't they weren't even like a one hit wonder. They did have some other good songs that that came out, uh, more specifically from their first album uh, that, that they released, but. Do you remember the Spice? Do you remember the Spice Girls when you were you were eight and nine or whatever you were? Yeah, they were massive. Obviously, like I said, everyone knew them. Everyone knew songs. Mm. Everyone used to listen to them. Obviously, a, like a product. Who was your favourite Spice Girl? Who was your favourite Spice Girl? God, God knows. You have to pick I mean, one. Does anyone have a favourite Spice Girl? Yes, I have. <laughs> Maybe it were like I think everyone would probably just say Jerry just because she were like ginger. I don't know. Mm. Well, Jerry struck me as like maybe the whore of the group. Like, yeah, because she, like, like, exactly. <laughs> she wore that slutty dress with that. So yeah. Maybe that's why a, a young eight year old Ben thought it was his favourite Spice Girl. Yeah, that's, that's, knew, knew about it. that's the one. But the red hair as well. They yeah, that, a bit, that bit different. Magnificent um, red hair, yeah. Because obviously they were like, what, posh Spice just seemed like a stuck up bit. It's really yeah. funny because. <laughs> I recently caught a bit of an interview with the Spice Girls, and they all didn't like the way that um, Victoria Beckham was portrayed as Spice Spice, because apparently she wasn't really posh. And she was a really nice person, and she was really funny. And she was like one of the favourite within the group. But then she just ended up being the kind of like portrayed as this like snob who didn't sing. Yeah. But she was, she did, she was a nice person who. You know, it's just just the way the it's just the way they, they threw her under the bus. Is this you can yeah, but Spice? <laughs> can you remember the film that Spice World film? I never she seen it. Up, no, I've never seen it. She plays up to that. She's like a posh person. Yeah. That? yeah. So maybe, that, maybe that she just played up to that persona. You know, what I mean? she was getting but, paid. She yeah. was getting paid. So you just do it, yeah. don't you? But I'm yeah. sure I heard that they wanted to get back together and do a reunion tour, and she she said she's not doing it. And basically, she was the just, only one that she, she still was wants only... paying for it or something. Mm. I think so you'd like... get that, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. you're, not, you're not doing the job, you ain't getting paid, are you? Fuji's Killing Me Softly, another classic song that came out um, that everybody, I think everybody remembers. Um, you hear it, you have to sing away to it. It's such a good song. Three Lions by Skinner and Badil. I'm assuming you remember that one very well, Ben, and obviously yeah, going to be that's... singing it when the football's on now. That's the like only good Three lines on <laughs> just, yeah. just giving it. It's a good one. It was a very good song, wasn't it? I think people remember they'll, it as being They'll still be cashing in on it, won't they, nowadays? Of course yeah. they will. Yeah. Why not? Just as played well. all the time. So. 
Skinner, uh, Frank Skinner, I, I absolutely love Frank Skinner. He does, he presents a, an art show, or he did. I think he's not done it the last couple of seasons. Um, but um, he had a lot of his money invested in some stuff to do. You know, when there was a bit of a bank crash not long ago, he lost a lot of money. So just get, I want Frank Skinner everywhere. The guy is, he's funny. He's quietly confident. I, 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 anyone can watch Frank Skinner. No one can complain about him. And if you've got a complaint about Frank Skinner, I ain't got time for you. I ain't got time for you. Mysterious girl, Peter Andre, as oh well. Good lord. <laughs> when I was looking through the songs, I'm like, oh my god, there's so many amazing songs. Um, amazing. I know what you're thinking. It's great. <laughs> no, it is. It is amazing. Everybody remembers when he's dancing away in the water and he's got. Yeah, every, he's everyone got that, remembers it, but they don't want to remember it. Unless he's got like that, a girl. He's got yeah. like that. That black guy. What's his name? Bubbler Anks, or, and he he oh. just. It'd be like some sort of like really strong Jamaican accent or some West Indian accent. Um, the Macarena came out as well. Another yeah. massive, what albeit a one-hit wonder. Mysterious Girl, you could argue, is a bit of a one-hit. He had a few of the he had flavor and a few of the songs, but uh, Mysterious Girl was the one, the one that you remember him for. Uh, yeah, Macarena. Um, all the, every, let's be honest, she go out. Every woman knows how to do the Macarena, and about ten percent of the men do. Um, I. If I see it, I'm like, I remember it, but generally I avoid it. You know it. Nathan <laughs> you know knows it. it. Guarantee Nathan knows it. Born Slippy. Born Slippy uh, by Underworld, oh, yeah. uh, which we'll come back to that, that one. That at time, yeah. But it was. It's, you hmm. could, I mean, that's timeless. You look, you can listen to that now and you can just like, yes, it's a, it is. It is a banger, definitely. And the theme in the charts, so in the song charts, the theme from Mission Impossible was also selling well. Um, by a band called, and I've got it, and I've got it. The band is, or the group, whoever it is, who cares? Literally, I couldn't find it. I'm not really bothered. Didn't so we're gonna. They? I said Limp Biscuit ended up doing one a bit later on, didn't they? Oh, is probably, that, right? that was probably like ninety nine. Like yeah. right. I remember they. Did, I remember they did a version of it. So <laughs> we're going. So you was on about the um, the Argos catalog. So I was flicking through, not flicking through. I was looking at the one online, having a look through. And um, you could buy, are you ready for this, a nine, uh, 92, 29-inch Sony Nikam stereo TV with FastX and two Scott outputs. That's how they build it. That was the, the title. It wasn't just 29-inch tele. It's, uh, it's, it's the buzzwords, you know, the HDR mm. and the 4K buzzwords. Sony FastX Nike, sold it for me. It did. Two Scott <laughs> outputs sold it for Ben. Yeah, um, uh. Uh, yeah so with FastX, two Scott outputs for the great price of... and. I'm gonna say the price in a second, but I'm I'm staring at this price thinking, is that is, would that be right? Does that seem right for the time? When you think about TVs now, and you can buy like a 55 inch TV for less than this now, I'm like, is it? You know how inflation yeah, wise, does it work out the same? TVs nowadays are literally made from bloody pieces of like cheap plastic and crappy chips, and they last you like three years or something. Whereas like mm. when you bought a CRT, you were getting a beast it'll like it'll survive a nuclear holocaust so build quality and actual like component price i wouldn't imagine it's too far off like high-end prices today like yeah in, six, in, in relative terms yeah 699 pounds in the argos would get you that 29 inch my monitor i'm looking at right now is 27 inch 29 were big though weren't it back in day i mean yeah i mean i i was used to like i think i had like a little 12 inch one in my bedroom yeah. <laughs> it was this tiny little TV. I think downstairs was a like maybe nineteen inch. Yeah. So going up to that 
that 29 must have been like, oh, whoa, is this, this, we'll never need a TV oh. bigger than this. <laughs> you know, every, every time you buy a TV, you go, I won't need one bigger than that. And now I've got, next to me, I've got a 42 inch TV that I use as a, like a tertiary sort of a monitor. And if I want to watch a film on my own, I'll, I'll sit, I'll watch it here. And um, downstairs, we've got like, like I say, a 55 inch bloody 4K HDR, whatever it is. I don't even know, but it's, it's, it's there. Um, However, if it was too big for you, you could always have one of those little portable TVs. So now we don't have portable TVs. We have we have phones, don't we? Mm-hmm. Which is a portable everything, bloody things. So can you remember those? Did you ever want one of those? I always wanted one of them. <laughs> always. They were, I never got one. They were like amazing, weren't they? It's mm-hmm. this little box. What? And it's a TV. It's a TV in this little, like... And they were small, weren't they? They were... I mean, what were they? I'm looking at my phone. I'm thinking they're probably about the same size, but they were a lot thicker, weren't they? Like a Game Boy, I remember them being. Like a Game Boy, but a, a, like two Game Boys pressed together. Like a chunky, so get, a chunky yeah, Game Yeah, with an aerial. Yeah, well, that, like a massive aerial, yeah. Yeah, So you like could a buy... satellite phone. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a satellite phone, yeah. <laughs> so if you wanted a, um, a cheap one, you could get one for 69 quid. And I'm like, that's not bad, is it? Mm. Or you could get this special, like top top line Casio slimline one for a hundred and forty nine pounds. That's that's a, a bit of a jump up in price, but I think it like folded up in that. It looked it mm. looks that good. Looking through the book, it looks that good. Uh, mm. Mega drives obviously were still really popular during this uh, particular time. Um, what consoles were you playing? I was uh, playing PlayStation. I think we got us PlayStation that year. Yes. Um, I think we got it in the June. Um, and I remember that it was someone's birthday party that I had to go to on my brother's birthday, uh, which I wasn't impressed about because I wanted to play PlayStation and I knew we'd got that for his birthday. So I just wanted it to end so I could go and play Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> Are we done here? Are we done? Are we done here? Are we done? That's what I like. I'm literally like waiting for time. Like a proper kid. Like a proper, I am annoyed. Like, I am not yeah. going to have Fun- any fun. <laughs> I'm just going to... Funnily, funnily enough, I the girl whose party were, I met her again uh, the last place I worked, because um, she actually worked there, and I, I said that to her, and she said, yeah, I remember, uh, you spoiled the party a bit, because she kept wanting to leave. And I was like, <laughs> well, I don't give a shit, because I wanted to call Chris Bandicoot. But she was all right about it. it fine. It's funny <laughs> when you look back on stuff like that, though, isn't it? Mm. Um, what were you playing? At, what were you playing at the time, Ben? Do you remember? Uh, it would have been PlayStation, but what happened with us is we grew up on Sega, and then when it got to PlayStation era, my brother got my brother carried on Sega, and I went to Sony. So we mm. had, I had a PlayStation, he had a Saturn, so it would have been a bit of both for them, really. Oh, that's good. The um, so the Mega Drive. Looking through the catalogue this particular month, the Mega Drive was still taking a full spread when it came to being pushed. Uh, for people to buy, um, and you could buy one for uh, for under a hundred pounds. Yeah, that's and a great the, deal. That it is, mm. and often they came with, like, say, a couple of games as well. Like six I think, games, I think. Like I think it, mm. Yeah, at this point, I think they were being bundled with like Sonic Two or maybe even Sonic Three. But also, you would get those. There was a cartridge which had like there was originally came out with three, but then I think they yeah, released yeah, it yeah. with six on Revenge of Shinobi, mm. Golden Axe, yeah, uh, Street Fighter. And I think there was like Monaco GP, a crappy yeah. football game or something else, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the PlayStation, 
was in the Argos magazine, the Argos book. But however, it was like a, just a small section, even though it was brand new. So nowadays, if you've yeah. got a new console coming out, that's all you see for like five years before it's released. Oh. You just it's all you see. Um, so yeah, quite surprising. But if you go to the next year, it, it's then taking up more room, and as it the next year, it's more. So obviously. It's like they still had stock that we're trying to get. We've still got like 300,000 mega drives. Let's just just keep advertising it. But the fact that it was so cheap, I mean, people still buying it. I'd I'd be interested to know how many people had a mega drive and carried on playing it for, and then how many years they would still before they gave out. It's like me at home. We mostly mostly PC game gamers here, but we have an Xbox. Um, near the Xbox One S, um, and we haven't gone up to the new generation of, of console yet, and I'm not even sure if we will. Um, there's not much of a call for it in our family to do it. Uh, I, maybe maybe next year, we'll see. I th- I think with Mega Drive, the people who would have carried on buying the Mega Drive and games and stuff, probably a, a, like the older people at the time. Obviously, we were kids, so we wanted like the latest. But mm. I think a lot of like older people who grew up with Mega Drive when they were a bit older, maybe went back and you know because you would have been able to get games like super cheap. Yeah, so I think there've been a lot of people like that who were like, "Oh, I wanted to get that when it came out, but I couldn't afford it." Sort of thing. Probably definitely. carried on playing it a lot. Mm, definitely, mm. Uh, yeah, I agree. So jumping on to some, uh, we'll go towards some games that were released at this time. You mentioned the Saturn earlier, and uh, Bomberman came out yeah, for. For the uh, the Saturn, a Bomberman has been, I think, released on probably every platform. Yeah. I think I've got a copy of it somewhere on one of my libraries on PC. I love Bomberman. I used to play it a lot with. Um, I played it with my wife. I played it with yeah. with friends. There's nothing more satisfying than upgrading your little Bomberman and laying about six mines in various places, hiding in a corner, and hoping that you'd kill someone. I mean, yeah. mem- do we, or do we, I'm assuming we all have similar memories of playing, of playing yeah, Bomberman. It's a good party game, isn't it, basically? Yeah. It's like one of the original sort of party games, isn't it? The, yeah. Because it's fun. That, and I mean, maybe he, maybe Worms as well. Uh, that yeah, that kind of multiplayer, like killing killing each other sort of. Uh, I think Bomberman were one of the earlier ones where you got a multi-tap and you could have four people on it, even yeah. on like Mega Drive and stuff like that. You might mm. be right there. That rings a bell for some reason. You're saying that. That might be something to look into. Um, yeah, because you could have four players, couldn't you? And a lot yeah. of consoles only support the two the two inputs. Bomberman, great game. Still popular. Probably one of those, like, one of those top ten games that has just progressed and just jumped from platform to flat, platform and not necessarily gotten better because I think a lot of the original the iterations were very good. But certainly stood that test of time in terms of being able to sit down, play it with yourself. You can just play uh, against AI, um, or, or like I say, drag someone in and and play with them yeah. as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely a good game. On some the room, SNES, some of them like uh, just I think Saturn Bomberman is one where they have like a story mode and that. So there was a story mode introduced to Bomberman where you would do yeah, yeah. you'd have to do something and then you, you'd go to like a new map and it would be but it wouldn't be like a normal map it would be different wouldn't it you'd have like like tasks to do and then I do I do remember something like that we also have games wise we have Nathan do you remember this at all uh, it's because you're an RPG fan aren't you it's called Star Ocean does that ring a bell for you at all yeah Ben's nodding yeah I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I remember it but I didn't play it I don't think right um, I did, it, did you play that, 
No, I never played it. I know of it. I've uh, I've mm. I've had a small like goes on it later on in mm. emulation and stuff. It's like a sci-fi RPG, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I ne- never dug too much time into it, but yeah, I'm aware of it. I know it's a big like franchise, big fan favorite. And the mm. last game I wanted to mention on here was King of Fighters, um, which is one of those games that goes up against the other fighting games. Obviously, releases. This was. Um, called king of fighters 96 um of mm. course because it came out i like that mm. i i can appreciate that it came out in 96 we call it 96 i never really played much of uh king of fighters do you guys did you guys play any of king of fighters yeah i, I used to play a lot but it wouldn't have been around 96 it was basically when you know like when mame and stuff came around so that yes. would have been like early 2000s yeah. So, like, when you got MAME and you had access to, like, every arcade game you could ever get, mm. like, King of Fighters were stuff that you used to see in magazines or maybe when you went to an arcade. So, like, I'd seen yeah. it about and I really wanted to play it because I used to love fighting games. So, as soon as MAME came around, that were, like, one of the things I used to play a lot of, like, a lot of King it, of Fighters. It wasn't one of those mm. games that you would necessarily play on, your, like, your Mega Drive or something. So, King of Fighters 96 came out on Neo Geo, yeah. Neo mm. CD, and also um, Saturn. Yeah, I had I had, a C, I had a Neo Geo CD for a brief period. Obviously, that were a bit later on. Yeah. yeah but mm. thing with that is, not like the Saturn were all right, because that would just load as normal. But a Neo Geo CD, you would literally have to wait about three minutes between a round, you know, to wait for it to load Ooh. up. <laughs> so it, it like it just weren't playable for a fighting game. Yeah, because so. yeah, you want to go, you want to keep that adrenaline going. You want to, you want to go like five, five, five. Yeah. Don't you? Don't want to be waiting around. Mm. It's uh, going back to the Amiga, aren't we? Waiting around for stuff like that. Can't be doing, can't be, can't mm. be doing with that. What's that about? Um, that was um, all the games I had. There was only three really worth mentioning for July. When you look at 96 itself, there was plenty of decent games, but July was limited. But like I say, King of Fire, Star Ocean, and a very much classic in Bomberman, although it was for the Saturn, which wasn't really played by many people. We're going to go... Go on. I was just going to say, I think looking back over like games throughout history, like looking back at 90s and stuff, a lot of a lot of the big hitters tend to come out at the beginning of the year, like after Christmas or mm. like towards end of the year before Christmas, yeah. don't they? So yeah, right mm. summer months. I think a lot of us kids, especially at that time, would have been out playing with their mates and stuff. I don't know if games industry mm. knew like like focused the releases around Christmas because they knew sort of summer holidays weren't really a big deal back then to be like oh big summer games come out. It's more about your film and just going out and playing and stuff. That's a very good point. Yeah. I think uh, a lot of people were just yeah, just having fun doing other stuff. Uh, maybe the middle of the year is a bit of a an odd yeah. one for be, being stuck in the house, isn't it? Mm. So let's jump on to some films. So I've got films that came out in July, but I've also got a small list of films that were have their box office results for July, so they would have come out the previous month. So three films that I picked up on. Uh, the first one was Matilda. A very popular film now, and I know a lot of people that have seen it and and loved it. Did Did you remember Matilda at all? Yeah, I uh, I actually saw that at the cinema, but not at a proper cinema because we went to Butlins uh, and they had it on at Butlins, like in a Butlins cinema. Okay. So we, I watched it like eight times that week because you could just walk <laughs> in and watch it whenever you wanted. Go and watch that film. <laughs> it was it was that and Fly Away Home. If you oh, that. I don't it know. Was, ah. I've yeah, never watched that. that since that. 
yeah, that, that were uh, I, I can't I always get confused. Either him from Dumb and Dumber or him from Independence Day. You know the uh, president or uh, Harry. I can't I can't remember the actor's name. I was getting too confused. It was it were him anyway in Fly Away Home, and it, I don't think it did that well. But I watched it loads of times. Jeff Daniels, uh, that was him. He was in yeah, Dumb and Dumber. Dumb, yeah, Jeff Daniels. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he, we're an alright film. Not as good as Matilda, which uh, we loved as kids because my brother and my sister we, we had it on video as well, and we used to watch it all the time. So I could I could literally watch that and uh, go over like uh, all the words and everything. We we were actually planning on uh, tricking you at this bit, like, <laughs> um, <laughs> which I was gonna I was gonna test your knowledge on Matilda, and I was gonna pretend that I had my childhood was Matilda's childhood but I didn't know if it resonated very well with me. I didn't know how well you knew the film so I was going to like the thing tell is, you that I, I didn't start I school until this year and stuff I haven't watched Matilda that's well, what I, 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 I yeah no, I had a never. suspicion me and Ben planned it all out exactly what I was going to say and it come across so well and I thought if I do this and you have no idea and you've not seen the film, it's not it's gonna go down like a little load. I'm gonna just gonna be that. going, All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that I didn't start school until I would And then I am gonna go, right, anyway, on to uh... <laughs> Exactly. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have You but can yeah, uh, feel free to feel free to trick me some other time. <laughs> we will do. When it, when it's a film I know you've definitely watched, I'll, I'll trick you. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'll I'll look for I'll look forward to it. Yeah. Uh, Matilda, so some memories of Matilda. I remember her, her, the actress, her face. She's got that. She was perfect, that cute little face, wasn't she? Um, yeah, they missed, did a good missed job. Outfire and uh, Miracle on 34th Street, wasn't Yeah, it? yeah. Very good, uh, good choice there. Uh, the budget for that film, though, this is the, the good one. It was thirty-six million. Uh, these are all in dollars. I haven't got the. Uh, I'm not converting them over. Um, thirty-six million, but the box office was only thirty-three million. Um, so it didn't do well at box office. But it strikes me as one of those films that everybody owned on, like you know, DVD, VHS, whatever, and they'd have it at home and they'd be like, "Oh, should we watch Matilda?" It's, it strikes me as one of those sort of films that you'd watch with the kids. Maybe it's more popular um, afterwards than it was at yeah. the was, was, was at the it, cinema. It probably had a big better life on VHS and that rather than at box office. I imagine there's a lot of films that, that are like that. I'm going to jump on to another film. Which is, I I've seen once, and I loved it, and I definitely should get around to watching it again. It's it's a film that I would say is uh, is iconic in its uh, in the memories that people have. It, it came across very. There were parts of it which were very violent. There were some parts very aggressive. Some shocking parts to it. Um, maybe one of my first memories of. Ewan McGregor, who was in it, was and this film is a uh, Train Spotting. Um, I'm hoping you've all seen Train Spotting. Yeah. Um, and did I did what I just say resonant resonate in in terms of how it affected you when you watched it? Mm-hmm. Not not when I was ten though. I didn't, no. I didn't watch it until I was like. See, I watched it when I was eight. <laughs> you could cinema. You could cinema to watch it. But no, yeah. I... <laughs> they're like. <"Ugh."> <laughs> <laughs> When I grew up, basically my auntie run a video shop, like the best one in the village. So from like my memories of old films coming out is what came through the video shop and right. at the time what everybody were renting. So obviously when Train Spotting came in there, it had that great vivid 
it had a, it sh they had a few copies and it was like the poster where it had different characters on the cake. Is that like had... an orange stripe yeah. with the the different pictures? Mm. It was a brilliant. It was I remember that banner sort of thing. Yeah. Amazing potent posters and that. Yeah. So it really stood out. So I saw that come in, and then like my uncle and my cousins at the time who were older, obviously, were renting it, and everyone was talking about it. So, like basically, my auntie had just let me take whatever video I wanted home. So I watched like a lot of inappropriate stuff from a young age, uh, and that was one of them. When it when it it wouldn't have been when it came out of cinema, so it wouldn't have been July. It would have been a bit later on. But yeah, I remember watching it. Obviously, not understanding it fully. Yeah. But like you, the like visual scenes like when he falls into the toilet and stuff like that. I always remember like them sort of bits. Obviously opening scene mm -hmm. with Iggy Pop and stuff like that. So talking about yeah. is it the to choose life thing, isn't it? And all that but, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh amazing film. Nathan, you remember that film as well, I'm so hoping. Yeah, I used that uh, intro as a quiz question on one of our film nights ah. um, what that we had a few, well last year now, not a few months ago. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'd, I'd, it is a very iconic film, and I do I, I did enjoy it when I watched it as an adult. But I didn't, I, it did obviously pass me by because my aunt didn't own a video shop, so <laughs> I wasn't allowed to watch it. I can remember pestering my mom. I don't think it was nineteen ninety six. It might have been a bit later to watch East is East because we got that on video, and she wouldn't allow me to watch that. Um, she was quite strict, even though my dad let me watch like Predator and. <laughs> uh, people under the stairs and stuff. I, I, I weren't allowed to watch Train Spotting because my dad let me watch Predator. Yeah. Oh, did you see that post I put on Facebook? I haven't got you on Facebook, have I, Ben? Did you see it, Nathan? What I put? Uh, oh, Predator Two is better than I. I couldn't chime in on that. I like I put, Predator Two. I think I know you didn't. Yeah. I put um, yeah. Predator Two is better than the first one. And yeah, I, I think it. I agree with that. Oh, Ben, I love it. Yeah, so I put it on, and I, I was hoping there was. I didn't think you'd respond, Nathan, unless you unless you gave it a little like a gif. But hmm. Terry responded, and there's someone else that responded, and I was hoping my cousin would respond, but he didn't respond. Um, yeah, I enjoy Predator Two more than Predator One. I can I find Predator for me Predator Two is a bit more watchable. I like the different. The different I like, locations. Yeah. I like I, the, I, urban, I, the urban, the yeah. urban like hot, sticky summer in LA, and it's dirty. It's and... it's gritty. I like that initial scene, you know, that big shootout that they have. And Danny um, Glover's that like that grunt, disgruntled cop, and that like. I love Danny up. Glover. He's like yeah, good in that. From from Lethal Weapon, and then going on to like. To yeah, like he's that basically and... same character. <laughs> of course, he is. Yeah, yeah, solid. The cast, I think, is is better as a. Um, I know people. People love. Predator, but I think it, I think that's like the meta, isn't it? The Predator is one of the best films. Like, yeah, obviously, Predator oh. One stands like head and shoulders above a lot of films at the time. Uh, obviously, it had a solid cast and Arnie and yes. everything he had going for it. But just from like nostalgia and per personal preference, I always like Number Two more. I don't knock Number One. I no, actually no, think it's, it's a really film. good film. Yeah. Uh, but I think Arnold carries it. Oh yeah. I think that's the problem for me with that film. It's Arnold carries it. I know he's the main character, but I think if it wasn't for him, could it still be as good? And I'm thinking maybe it's not. But Predator Two, you could probably take Danny Glover out, replace him, and it would probably still be uh, as equally, yeah. equally as equally as good. Um, so yeah, bit of a bit of a hot take on um, on Predator films. <laughs> Sorry if I've upset anyone. No, well I'm not. You know I'm not. Uh, jumping from Train Spotting, going onto a film which I have seen once years ago, and I want to see it again because I rewatched the trailer. And I was like, "This is really good. It looks really good." It is the um... oh, sorry, wait. Uh, Train spotting budget was one point five million. It made seventy two million at the box office. Mm, it. 
the uh, oh. that just shows how how uh, how good it is. The the Frighteners. Do you remember the Frighteners? Michael J. Fox. He was like is some it, kind it's of uh, Peter Jackson, isn't it? I don't think I saw it. I don't is it Peter Jackson? Oh, I didn't yeah, realize I'm sure it's Peter that. Jackson. Oh. Ah, but yeah, um, uh, Michael J. Fox looks fun. It has like a fun sort of a vibe mm. to it. I need to watch it. Nathan, you mentioned it. You've seen it, yeah? Yeah, I, I tried to watch it a lot of times when I was a kid, and I could never stomach it. And then, not because it's scary, because it's quite <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. And then. Yeah, I watched it as an adult, like probably about fifteen years ago now, and it, it still had that same. But I forced myself to watch it all. It's quite a boring film. It's not. It looks good, and it is. You think it would be good, but I can understand why it doesn't stick out in people's memories as a good film. When did Cas? When did Casper come out? Nineteen ninety-three. Nineteen ninety-five. Um, ninety-five. Ninety-five. Casper. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Hang on. Or was it the second one? No, it was the first one. Casper. 1995 oh. it came out. 93 was a very good guest, don't get me wrong. Um, mm. But uh, I, I was just thinking, was it coming off the coattails of that film? Was it trying Probably, to? Probably, yeah. Because it has a, a similar vibe to it, doesn't it? That, that definitely does. Yeah, but well, that's... The, 90s is like that, isn't it? Like, five films come out all at the same time, mm. roughly around, like, a similar vein. Do you remember The Frighteners, Ben? No, like I said, I know of it. Right, I've never, I've never seen it. I remember seeing it in video shop, knocking about. Right, well, it had, actually the the yeah. cover to the uh, it's poster, like the the VHS sort of cover, it looks very scary. It's kind of like this uh, face coming through this like sheet. It looks scary, mm. but it, I, I think yeah, the film yeah. doesn't the film doesn't um, doesn't yes. sort of represent. It doesn't follow off that scariness of the. Uh, uh. No, so, it's, it is like Casper, like the scariness of Casper. Yes, that that fun kind of boo, that kind of yeah, that yeah. kind of that kind of crap. So running off films that came out in July, we've got the what was the big box office hits um, that would have co- would have come out either early July or previously June. Mission Impossible would be the biggest one, and Love or Hate Tom uh, Tom Cruise, very good film. Uh, I quite like Mission Impossible. I've got nothing against it. I think there's too many of them now. I think what we are on like Mission Impossible twenty five or something. Yeah, the, the most forgettable film series, Mission Impossible. Yeah, although the first one... Nobody's ever excited for one. I will say... Yeah, I don't know if you agree, but the first one, uh, not too bad. And then the other one's just kind of like, oh, it's another one, it's another one, it's another one. Not like... I mean, I I know you could say the same thing for, like, Star Trek. You know, there's loads of Star Trek films. But at the Mm. same time, they're all different, aren't they? They're all very different. Whereas Mission Mm. Impossible, they kind of follow that formula. They're all kind of... They're like Jean-Claude Van Damme films, all kind of like very similar. Um, It's just 80% in running, so... Exactly. And he injures does. himself when making everyone, doesn't he? It's always in the news. Yeah. Mm. $80 million budget. It made $457 million out of the box office. Uh, God knows what it made carrying on from that. Happy Gilmore. I haven't seen it. You two. Ben, have you seen it? Oh, yeah. Classic. Proper classic. Um, one of mm. Adam Sadler's actually good films when he were actually making yeah. good films. It was very young, wasn't it, when he made it as well? Yeah, well, his, this was just like his heyday, wasn't it, really? When he liked Billy Madison, Happy yeah. Gilmore, that time era. That, that era. Um, but this was one I wouldn't have actually seen at night. Uh, I think mm. I picked it up later, do you know, when he was like, doing rounds at VHS from school or DVD. Mm. even might have been when DVD come out. Um, so I, I don't think Adam Sadler, to me as a kid, as an eight-year-old, were like a thing. Not until we got no. into like yeah. a, bit, a bit older, he, were, he were like, oh, yeah, it's My- Adam Sadler. 
Oh. Yeah, my first experience of Adam Sadler would have been uh, Wedding Singer. Yeah, yeah, Wedding Singer. Which I love, mainly because it is set like at 80s, isn't it? But I love Wedding Singer. Um, I think it's a great story. I think he plays a great character. Uh, Drew Barrymore as well. Everyone loves Drew Barrymore. Um, she's amazing. And yeah, that's that's my favourite um, Adam Sadler film. Uh, just running off uh, going from Happy Gilmore. But Nathan, you like Happy Gilmore, don't you? Yeah, I watched it when I was about 16, though, not not when I was 10. Uh, yeah. But I'm, I'm glad I did because I, I could appreciate it because yeah. it was just my right level of humour when I was yeah. 16. So. That's stupid. And I could still watch it now perfectly. Yeah, yeah that's, that's stupid. You can quote every line. of. I mean, when when we and Ben were talking about it every week, we like we basically just said all the film from all, all lines that were right. in it that are memorable. I need to it's watch on, it. I need, it's I on, Net- it's on Netflix it. a minute, I think. Because uh, oh, I, I, I watched yeah. it for the first time in years, like uh, around Christmas time. So I was like, oh, what should I watch? And it, I saw it pop up and I'd not oh. watched it for ages. So, yeah. I'll have to watch it. it. The, uh, so that was a 12 million budget, 41 million at the box office. So a reasonable return, but, uh, you know, not, not, not massive. Twister was a film. I love Twister. In fact, I think we all like Twister here. Me and my wife like Twister. Um... 88 million uh, uh, for a budget, which is quite a lot. Uh, probably all those special effects at the time that had to be done on like calculators and stuff. Uh, 495. It made more than Mission Impossible. Ah, interesting. 495 million. Um, do you remember? Do you remember Twister? I do. Uh, I, I had to Google it to work out which <laughs> one it were because. Yeah. Um, it's that, like I was saying, with nineties, that that were in the midst of like um, like a natural disaster sort the of disaster like, era of films, yeah. Yeah, so it were. I have seen, I've definitely seen it, and I can remember enjoying it when I watched it. It's just my first thought were um, Pierce Brosnan that I thought it was Pierce Brosnan. I think he's no, like that's Peak or something Dan, like. yeah, Dan, Dante's Peak is crap. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do not. There were, like there were that, that many of them. They were like every disaster Armageddon. Yeah. that could happen. Yeah, so it was. It was. It fell into that category for me, where it was only forgettable because the the market was so saturated with yeah. all the same films. Um, yeah. But it is a good. From what I remember, it is a good film. I haven't watched it since it came out. Maybe really, I think you should watch it. Maybe it's, I think you know the kids mm. might enjoy it. It's um, yeah. So of course it had Bill Paxton, who mm. you mentioned earlier. You didn't realize had died. And yeah. Helen Hunt, and she was in quite a lot of stuff around that time as well. Um, two yeah. great, two great actors in there. Uh, a handful of other people, including Philip Seymour Hoffman, mm. who most people will recognise from uh, what's it called again? Catching Fire. What's it called? Hunger Games. Hunger Games. People, but he's oh, he's not with us anymore. He's also gone. A um, few other sort of uh, characters who are kind of unforgettable. A generally good film. Um, I like it how it's not like a disaster that's destroying the world, how it's just something isolated. Um, these horrible uh, whirlwind twisters kind of going through. Um, and then they would they would um, have to find out information, weren't they? They were storm chasers. And you have, an, you have a fact about that, don't you? Uh, they mm-hmm. And at the end, they put in these, they have these little devices that they have to put at the bottom of this... Uh, this tornado, it would take them up, wouldn't it? And it would record all the information and then it would help them in some way uh, or another. But your information, um, other than the fact that you didn't realise that Bill Paxton had uh, died, what was it again? Came up 
Yeah, the uh, when he died, I think. Did I say 2017? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, he, uh, the Black Storm Chasers Society, I can't remember the, the acronym what they have, but they, uh, they did a tribute for him where they did spell out BP in like GPS signal trackers. Uh, and it's, I think it was the fifth time they've ever done that, and that's the first time for someone who wasn't an actual Storm Chaser. Right. Just just because he was in the film. But. I think, but would you, would you have known about the Storm Chasers if it wasn't for Twisted? I reckon there's a lot of people. Mm. It's one of those films which is a film about what? You know, it's like, a what? And then yeah. you watch it and you go, oh, interesting. This is, I didn't even know this was a thing. Uh, Bill Paxton, the last thing he was in that I think's, I think it's worth mentioning would have been um, Edge of Tomorrow. He played Master Sergeant Farrell, um, which you like Edge of Tomorrow, don't you? Yeah, yeah. You mentioned it a few times. It's good really for, good film. It is, yeah. good for, it is a good film. I'm sure there was on about doing another one as well. Mm. Yeah, I, I saw something the other day saying that, that there were S sequels in the works. Yep. I'm going to run on to some general news now because we've kind of done our main releases in the uh, media world. So we've got, I know you've got a couple of bits. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm going to mention that Hotmail was launched. Now, everyone at some point has had a Hotmail account. It was that first introduction for, to an email for a lot of people. Um, it was like cool Hotmail, you know? Oh yeah, you got hot, you got hot, what's your Hotmail? It was that sort of thing. You wouldn't say what's your email. You'd be like, what's your Hotmail? Have you got a Hotmail? Mm-hmm. It won't be because it would also link a lot of other things together. In the same vein that uh, Google Mail, uh, which obviously people reference as Gmail now does, it connects a lot of different things together. I had a Hotmail. I think I probably had two Hotmails at some point. Um, I can't remember what... I think my Hotmail was just like leave them at Hotmail.com or whatever. But I believe that it got hacked and I just abandoned it. It's just sitting out there somewhere. I might try and log into it one day, but he probably tell me I can't. So Hotmail was launched. My other thing was that... Creeping onto August the 1st was when A Song of Ice and Fire was published. Uh, obviously Game of Thrones, for those who don't understand what A Song of Ice and Fire is, which is understandable, because you don't hear it all that much. So that would have, would have been obviously finished off in uh, July and released August the uh, the 1st. And you've got a few other bits of uh, news, haven't you? I have. Some, some of it ties into Twister as well. Um, we've got... Yeah, I'll, I'll say that one. It's... Uh... The N64 was released in June, um, so just the month before, but only in Japan. We did. We had to wait like another year or whatever to get it. Also, DVDs for the first time ever uh, were released, and they were also in Japan. And we didn't get them till March 1998, which is quite a big leap. But then we were discussing it beforehand. Uh, Australia didn't get it until February 1999, a year after a year after us. So. Uh, they were still they were still rocking VHS Australia to like nearly two thousand, uh, and Twister fact to go with that um, would be that was the first ever DVD uh, released was Twister and it was also the last HD DVD if uh, if anyone can ever remember that it's been a thing. And they're my they're my quick facts for nineteen ninety six. Very good. So DVDs were first out in Japan. Yeah, they they got on like well, like two years before us, basically. Ben, thoughts on DVD? Anything? Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's sort of that. It's that weird one DVD, isn't it? We're in middle of 
VHS and Blu-ray, and it's it's sort of like the inferior format, I think. I think mm. now you've got nostalgia for VHS, and Blu-ray is obviously a way better version of a DVD, and especially mm. HD DVD. That was just like a load of crap that basically got chucked out as soon as Blu-ray came along. So it's sort of a bit of a. It, it probably became a cheap format, and everyone had a load of DVDs, and that's probably where a lot of people got exposed to a lot of films who weren't mm. exposed to them in VHS era. But yeah, it's a. Basically, I've replaced all my DVDs with Blu-rays and all VHSs. So. Can you remember some of your first? I personally can remember my first uh, DVD. The fact, ones... I, can remember, I can remember my first two. And I'll tell you yeah, in a second. The ones we used to get were like when you bought a DVD player and you used to get them like three movies with it, but they were like a double-sided disc, so you'd have one mm. movie on one side, one another. And it mm. was always like a, a rate bad early Jackie Chan film, like the Jackie Chan film where Jackie Chan had done like 10% of filming and then he'd left the project, so then they filled in with like a rate bad double. Oh, God. Uh, it was like one of them type films and uh, oh, God knows, a load of like cheap crap that basically they give you for no they would be me like first memory to get in dvd because when you got the player you'd straight away put them in uh i don't really have that many most memories of dvd would be like just getting copied dvds or downloading <sighs> films and burning them to dvd and stuff mm-hmm. it weren't like oh i ever really bought uh too much of it but like they get passed mm-hmm. around at school and stuff yeah I used to get a lot of copied um, VHSs, but never really copied uh, DVDs. To be fair, well, we had a, a we had a DVD burner and CD burners and stuff like when they just first come out. So some fancy this what's like... this? What's some fancy shit here, Nathan? What's yeah. this? Yeah. <laughs> I had every console. I had a DVD burner. <laughs> yeah, we were yeah. quite spoiled, like as kids. So we're like, oh, there's a DVD burner. Let's get one. And then because I used to like sell them at school and stuff as well, and on eBay. Oh my. I'm I'm debating whether to cut this out of this podcast. To be <laughs> honest with you, we've got some criminal enterprise uh, boss here. I used, to make, I used to make some rate money at school. I'm telling you, to have my list around. Get your list around. What films yeah. you got available? Yeah, exactly. Get back to you in a few days. <laughs> oh my god, he's got like this PC right with like seven DVD burners all linked up, and he just like get them all burned yeah. off. <laughs> I used to do all like this and that, you know, where you could stick. Print a sticker at disc, like yeah. the artwork, and print it onto it and stuff. Proper mm. good stuff, master. This is where it. This is where your hobby, your your artistic nature comes from, isn't it? Maybe, yeah. I'm yeah, always doing one, stuff like that as a kid. There's something. There's something there, definitely. Maybe. Um. Yeah. So Hotmail and August, and sorry, Nathan, you was on with your news, wasn't you? My my apologies, I've. Uh, but we yeah, wandered. Uh, we wandered I... off into DVD hell there. I know I did. I did say I'd finished, but I've just realised I've got two other bits of news. Oh, uh, yeah. eBay and Ask Jeeves came. Well, eBay oh. came out the year before, but the like coding um, thing, you know, to to be able to actually do online auctions didn't yeah. come in until July uh, '96. So okay. we've got that, and rate good, popular, still used to this day. Ask Jeeves, if everyone. I'm gonna say that, that that when you just when you just said that, that's just took me back. Remember Ask Jeeves? Yeah, Ask Jeeves were like. The tits back in day, everyone it was good. Yeah, actually, mm. I remember was the like... little. Gone. Oh, we remember that the little, the first ever like Easter egg on internet of you could ask him, 
because everyone did it in my IT class, like, go to ask Jeeves and then ask him if he's gay. <laughs> like, because obviously school kids being school kids and idiots, uh, that's what we wrote. So you're like, are you gay or something to ask Jeeves? Because weirdly, you'd ask him something and then he'd take you to a website or whatever, like a, like a, like a Google for anyone who doesn't know. Uh, and he'd be like, yes, I'm very happy or something. You know, like some other thing that can get like an <laughs> some, Easter egg or something. Some cocky programmer is going to be like, someone's yeah. going to ask. Someone's going to ask me that question. So I need to program yeah. something in. He'd be like, yes, I'm very happy. Thank you. Yeah, because everyone just kept on asking him that all the time because they were stupid children. I think that's hilarious. That's what it's, I just, that's the equivalent of writing boobless on your calculator, isn't yeah, it? Like, yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> I love it. I used Ash Jeeves a little bit, but I'll be honest, not a lot. I definitely, I remember it, but I don't think I used it to its full, its full power. Uh, definitely, definitely a lot. Uh, didn't you have something about uh, Princess Diana? Was there something about uh, Yeah. Uh, Charles and Diana got divorced in this month of this year as well, uh, if anyone can remember that. Uh, also, uh, the other one, I can't remember the names, like the Duchess of Kent or whatever they're called, you know, Fergie and Andrew or whoever they are, they also got divorced this, this year. Uh, oh. I'm not sure if it's the same month. Uh, but yeah, Charles and Diana, big... Shit, big we're going month. down, on it? It was that. Yeah. <laughs> Royal family was that. Was it? I, I think we're less than a year late when she died as well. It, well, I've actually got I've got notes for um, nineteen ninety seven August, and she died mm. actually in uh, August thirty first. Sorry, was killed. So, like, just, she was killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just killed in a. Later, so. I'll add it in a car crash, but I don't like that bit. Princess Diana killed August thirty first. Yes. So that is that it then? Are we done for news? Yeah, well, there were mad cow disease, but uh, oh. I think less less said about that. I think I remember seeing more about mad cow disease and Diana getting. I don't really remember the divorce. I remember the, the her death, but not the the mm. divorce. I think I remember seeing it, but then being like, okay, I don't really care. <laughs> mm. Don't really give a shit about the royal family, right? You two, yeah. news done. I've got a little quiz. We're gonna now. You two are gonna mm-hmm. buzz through this. You're gonna buzz through it because I know you're both film buffs. Um, now this film, when I'd be doing my, I was looking for a film, and my uh, parameters were it could have come out late '95 and was big, it kind of hit big time during '96, or it came out in '96. Does that make is that fair? That's fair because there's lots yeah, of this yeah. one. Yeah. I like this one because I figure we both, well, you two will both know it. All you've got is 20 questions. I've got a load of facts in front of me about it, so I'm, that I'll be referencing um, if I need to. But you can ask me a question, and I will say yes, I will say no, or I will say pass if I feel I can't give a good enough answer on it. And I apologise if I say pass, but sometimes that will happen. Um, uh, so, so go for it. You, you've got. You can ask me anything you want, and I will do my best to answer it. And I will be marking down. I'll, I'll, every time you ask me a question, I'll be marking down, and we'll see if one of you can get it. And if you can get it, you'll be the winner, and then we'll repeat this if it goes well on our next Back in Time episode. Mm. So yeah. feel free to ask me a question. Go on, Nate. You start us off. Is it a kid's film? Or would it be classed as a kid's film? Like you mean you mean like a family film? Yeah, yeah. Is it family friendly? I will say yes. I think I've got it already. I'll play this out a little bit longer. Don't say it. If you think I'm this, not going to say it. 
the thing is that uh, you could just kind of get it, but yeah, it's that one. Because there's only a handful yeah. of, let's say, really big family films. Uh, although yeah. I think this is not in the top 20 of the highest grossing films of uh, not 96. So that might might sort of like sway you a little bit on that. It wasn't, it wasn't yeah. massive. It was See, not massive. My, my recollection of a lot of films at night is I wouldn't specifically be able to pinpoint the year they come out unless I like yeah. looked it up because to me they all sort of blurred and you might have picked them up later or you know, exactly. a year later too later so I'm struggling to even think of a question what might narrow it down here family, well, the th- family film the thing is though you can ask anything you know is it a fe- was there a female lead is it a male is it like so we've already established that it's a family film like, Nathan if you think you've got it let's stretch out 10 questions at least yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did it have a big actor in it then? It's a main lead. Yes. Like a big, big name. Yeah. Yes. We're a male. Um. The, yes. The big actor, a male. Yeah. That's three questions. Yes. Yeah. That's uh, fine. Yeah. So family film and a male, a famous male actor as the lead, which is probably typical the... for most nineties films. To be fair. <laughs> Yeah, was sorry. the famous male actor who also classed as a comedian? Yes. This is what I was thinking. This is the one I'm thinking yeah. of. Um, what is... There's two people that jumped to mind, but first one were Robin Williams. So is it Robin Williams? Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, Nathan uh, is... seems to know it, so I think yeah, I know I it know. now. Uh curveball at you. Is Pierce Brosnan in it? Are you having to Google this? Well, I'm good. I'm going to check because I didn't know if it was a trick question. I do not... I know what you're on about, but um, I believe the answer is no. See, no. I, I, I weren't thinking uh, that specific film. I don't no, know. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, no, no. This, I, I'm just chucking this in there. Uh, what, to try and that, throw that me was, out? No, I tried to throw everyone else. Right, you've got next question, and then I'll... Uh, I'll, I'll ask another. Was, um, I did, like I said, I'm not too sure what actual year this were, but was uh, the character's name Alan Parry? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we can stop messing about that, can't we? <laughs> right, that's, yeah. that's the one that comes to our mind. That I had a very good question for the next one. The main character is Alan Parrish. Nathan, let's have your let's have your question. Uh, is he portrayed in the film as a child and then an adult? <laughs> That's what my next question yes. is going to be. Right, yes. Also, so, does he wear <laughs> shirts similar to this one? Yeah. That's, that's the other question. <laughs> I'm not Googling up an image of what he was wearing. Um, so we can establish that the yeah, film it, it was... was uh, a good morning Vietnam, obviously, wasn't it? Yeah. It, it, yeah, it, it, it Mrs. Doubtfire, was. like I said. Yeah. Now, we've we all got it now, haven't we? Who would like yeah, to say yeah. it? Yeah, you'll go for it, Lee. No, no, I'm not going to say it. Jumanji. Cause, Jumanji. So yeah, Ben Jumanji. wins this round then, because Ben said it first. <laughs> That's the yeah. way we'll do that one. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, so obviously, um, Mrs. Doubtfire came out in 93. You could easily... Yeah. Well, like, yeah. the description was um, pretty similar other than that. Jumanji yeah. popped in my head first, and then when Nathan said Pierce Brosnan, I was like, oh, it's not Missed Out by it. Sure it that one, the curveball one to throw the viewers off. That's what I was doing with that one. 
Can you name any other famous uh, cast in it? Mm. It's what's a struggle, isn't it? Yeah. Well, female, Kirsten, who female? Kirsten Johnst. Not Kirsten the Dunst. kid, the actual woman. The yeah, the woman one. is uh, Green Mile, uh, Tom Hanks's wife. But I can't. No, she's been in a few things. Yeah. Mm. Her name, if I, I think it's the right one, Bonnie Hunt. I was going to say Hunt. I was thinking, like when you mentioned Ellen Hunt earlier, but I thought it's not Ellen Hunt. It's Bonnie Hunt, yeah. yeah. Who was, uh, who else was she in? What else was she in, did you say? Green Mile. Oh, was she Tom Hanks's Tom Hanks' wife. I didn't realise that, you know. Mm. 55 credits, what we've got. Toy Story. She's in Toy Story, Green Mile. Bugs Life. Bo Pete, yeah. Uh, Jumanji, Beethoven the second. Rain Man, she was in Rain Man as well. Yeah, she's been in quite a few things. (laughs) So yeah, um, I was hoping it wouldn't be as easy as that for that <laughs> one, but I think um, I'll pick in the harder one. You underestimated us. Well, I mean, a few good questions, and if you knew if you knew what came out, I guess you could uh, nail it. But yeah, well done, well done for to both of you for that. Um, what's it been like rolling past a bit of ninety six? Has it has it been nice to sort of uh, have I brought back any old memories you didn't think you had? Nostalgic. That's what it's been like. Yeah, just a few. Just the, I think the music mm. got it for me. Like <laughs> mm. Macarena '96. Oh, I remember that. That's yeah, dip, dipping into all like football and stuff. Like I said, it's a bit relevant at the minute, uh, but because I don't tend to remember like when I was younger, like probably not a lot of people, is the specific years unless there were a specific event or something. So straight away when he said '96 July. Euro 96 pops in my head. So. Mm. Next year, that yeah, I mean, next next episode, I was looking at doing 97 and August, but I think maybe for the benefit of YouTube, I'll pick something that's a little bit, we'll say he was a little bit older. We'll, we'll, we'll maybe I'd look say, at that. Like 98, 99 would be a vivid like time for me. All right, we'll put, we'll, we, we could mm-hmm. even do 2000. We could do yeah. 2000 maybe. I think we'll, we'll we'll do 2000 and then we'll go to a different we'll do something different uh, on the next one. So uh yeah, that's the end of that. I've had a great a great time having a chat about 96. It was uh, it was a good year for some reasons, but although it's not so much. Uh, thank you for joining us today on our first back in time special which will be a recurring special because we've enjoyed ourselves so much um thank you for joining us uh, safe retreat big thanks to ben for joining us today yeah thanks for having me more than welcome come along anytime you like and a big thanks to nathan as for the usual thanks a lot and bye-bye bye-bye bye-bye